Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary with a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. Find me online, social media, Twitter and Instagram. I am at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk, and you can email the show couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com with a lot of the music that you hear on this program each and every week provided by Wasted Talent. Find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. So today we are covering the National Football League as we have one team proving that they are for real. One quarterback in the CFL proved he is for real. One NHL team is proving they are very much not for real. And we wanted a little bit more real from a champion in the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Plus, we have today's ticket brought to you by the very real Betstamp, the Trivago of sports gambling. You can find the best odds see the value of um, multiple sports books, and also you can see the best expert picks from around the business, all of it at Betstamp. Use the referral code COUCH when you are downloading the app to let them know where you heard about them. So, big show today. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Get caught up on everything you missed in history class with We Had No Idea. Hosted by Peter Klein and Kim Carson. Listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. We begin in the NFL, and we were waiting for that wow game for the Minnesota Vikings. And we got it, as the Vikings come from behind to beat the Buffalo Bills in a thriller in overtime. Um, I know that there are going to be some excuses about maybe Josh Allen's elbow or whatever, but this one, I think, is more about A, like, not that he needed a coming out party, but it does seem like another leveling up for Justin Jefferson. And this is a very... Very big performance from this Minnesota Vikings offense that, look, you guys, if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, you know that there has been maybe a couple of uh, times where we don't take this team as seriously as maybe we would like to. This is a this is a team now, and this is a win now that I'm taking seriously. And it's funny, because I, I do think a lot of people are doing that, but there are still some who are, are questioning the Vikings. But it's funny that you get, like, a week ago, man, this is a leveling up win for the New York Jets, and then the Vikings go to 8-1 and one after a win over the Bills, and say, eh, I'm not taking them too seriously. It's like, wait, wait, what? And I get, like... Taking the Jets seriously means something different than taking the Vikings seriously. Like, you're taking the Jets as a team that can be on that in-the-hunt page all season long. Where the Vikings, talking about taking them seriously means like a contender in the NFC. Which I think they are, by the way. And we'll get into um, the, the other team that kind of wasn't, or that, that was kind of in that area that the Vikings may have knocked off in a second. But this is a, a legitimate good win and a legitimate big win for Kirk Cousins. Honestly, this might be one of the biggest wins of Kirk Cousins' NFL career. A, a phenomenal come-from-behind win against the best team in the NFL to set yourself up now to, I'm not going to say in the driver's seat because the Philadelphia Eagles still exist, but to, to really lock down that second seed in the NFC, which meant a little bit more in, in days gone by, but we've talked about how many not great teams there are in the NFL this year. It puts yourself in a position where like you're going to be playing a not great team as the seventh seed in the NFC playoffs this season. That, that's a huge win for the Vikings. On the Buffalo Bills side, I just, like, I get, and again, taking a quarterback's, when we're talking about two different quarterbacks here, taking Josh Allen seriously means 
calling him the MVP. Whereas taking Jimmy Garoppolo seriously means, ah, yeah, he cannot screw it up for the 49ers. But why are we blaming Josh Allen for a loss where his team puts up 30 points, but Jimmy Garoppolo is a winner after a 19-16 win? I just, it's so funny how people will just latch on to different narratives because they see one stat. And it's like Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, is 10-2 and in games where he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass, which some people are saying is a good thing. And look, there is something to not screwing it up, right? But he is getting paid a whole lot of money to not screw it up. And he is just blessed with the fact that he has one of the better offensive minds as his head coach and just a remarkably constructed roster around him. But for Josh Allen to, for people to be, well, Josh Allen is two and nine in one score games. It's like, yeah, a lot of those can be coin flips. Also, a lot of those early in his career when the team wasn't very good. And lastly, they wouldn't be in any of these one score games if he wasn't as good as he was. To, to be blaming Josh Allen for any loss for Buffalo is laughable at this point. I will say, however, if we are looking at the futures market right now, Jalen Hurts, I think, needs to be in the driver's seat for NFL MVP. Um, I think a lot of the narrative on Josh Allen has been kind of uh, taken away from him. I, I think a lot of people are, aren't taking Josh Allen maybe as seriously as, as they were taking him before as an MVP caliber player or an MVP threat. I think that narrative around Josh Allen is going to change now quite a bit as the, the season goes along. And I think we are going to get to a point now where... Um, Jalen Hurts, the team's undefeated right now. The team's on a roll. I, I think that you are going to, I think now might be the time. And honestly, it might be a bit too late for, uh, any kind of NFL MVP conversation. But looking at the, looking at the odds right now from Bodog, uh, Patrick Mahomes is now the favorite to win MVP at plus 150. Tua Tunga is plus 375. Jalen Hurts is at plus 400. That's not bad value if you're looking at, at making a, a bit of a wager on who is going to be the MVP of this 2022-2023 NFL season. I, I think now might be the time to jump on that because I think those lines are going to change dramatically over the next little bit. The Vikings might move into that spot as the second best team or the other team to be taken seriously in the NFC. Uh, I think the 49ers are there and I think the Cowboys have vacated that spot after a disappointing loss to the Green Bay Packers. And once again, Mike McCarthy just can't help himself making a decision in overtime that potentially ends up costing his team a football game. I am... I'm a believer in the Dallas Cowboys uh, talent. I'm a believer in what Dak Prescott can do as a quarterback. I'm a believer in the game-breaking abilities that Micah Parsons have uh, has. Sorry, I am also a believer in the idea that Mike McCarthy is somehow going to find a way to screw it up. I do not understand how this guy continues to get opportunity after opportunity when it is so blatantly obvious now that it was Aaron Rodgers kind of bailing him out and a quality team around him, that that Green Bay Packers team did not win because of Mike McCarthy. They won in spite of Mike McCarthy, and I think we are seeing that now. I, I honestly think the best thing for the Cowboys is a disappointing flameout this year. Go out, get Sean Payton, and try to take a, a real run at this next year. Because Mike McCarthy ain't it, he ain't ever been it, and I don't think he's ever going to be it. And lastly, because I, you know, can't help myself talking about my favorite football team on this podcast, the Vegas Raiders, another catastrophic loss 
this season. They dropped to two and seven after a defeat at the hands of the Indianapolis Colts, a team that had a coach who was coaching his first professional football game ever, a team that decided the best way to go was to put back in Matt Ryan and the Raiders still completely fall apart. They are now two and two at home, which means they are 0 and five on the road this season. They just so disappointing. You look at the losses that this team has had this year. They have lost to the Chargers, Cardinals, Titans, Chiefs. That's a tough one. They lose by one in that game. Um, Saints, Jaguars, Colts. They have lost a number of close games. They have been in a bunch of these. And I think a lot of it has to do with coaching. I think that Josh McDaniels has choked a number of times this season with this team and has cost this team games. This team isn't good enough. Certainly they're not good enough. But you look at the, the teams that they have lost to. There is not, there is one. There is one world beater in there. The Chargers, remarkably average this year. Cardinals, falling apart. Titans, playing better beatable. Chiefs, tough, for sure. Saints? Saints? No. Jaguars shouldn't shouldn't blow a 17-point lead to the Jags. And now the Colts, a team that is completely falling apart. There is not one non-winnable game there. And I, like, this has been so incredibly frustrating from a Raiders standpoint all season long. It is clear that the roster needs adjustments, but I... I don't know how you can watch this and think Josh McDaniels needs another season at the helm of this Raiders team. I think drastic changes need to happen. Not drastic, but I think changes need to happen in the coaching position for this this Vegas Raiders team to be able to, to really move forward. I think they need to nail this draft this upcoming year. They're going to be in a good spot to do that. Hopefully there's some offensive line help and potentially some help on the, the defensive side. But even that, like on the defensive side, look at the point totals that they're giving up. 25, 27, 24, 30, 24, 29, 24. High point totals, for sure, but not like in this day and age of NFL offense, not, again, not insurmountable totals. The only games this team has won this year are when they're scoring 30 points. You shouldn't need to score 30 points on a night-in, night-out basis to win football games. There is, there, there is not a whole, uh, people, uh, me specifically, continue to blame the defense. This one's not on the defense. I think a lot of what the problems, uh, I think a lot of the problems with the Raiders right now revolves around coaching. Moving into the Canadian Football League, and I will admit, as we now get ready for Grey Cup Sunday coming up this weekend in Saskatchewan, I have been hard on McLeod Bethel-Thompson in the past. I have been of the belief that he is a quarterback that has a ceiling, and that ceiling does not include playing for a Canadian football championship. I was wrong. McLeod Bethel-Thompson proven me wrong. And that this wasn't just the quarterback going out and winning a football game, but he has got this team now to within a win of a Grey Cup championship. He has been, I thought he was kind of like the, the Jimmy Garoppolo, like good enough to not screw it up and not good enough to take you to the promised land against a Montreal defense that just annihilated Hamilton a week before. He comes out and has a strong football game that helps take his team to the Grey Cup. It is... It's fun to see um, him kind of level up. And once again, I I will readily admit I was wrong. I didn't think he had this kind of run in him. I thought if the Argos were going to get over this hump of the, 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 the East final and make their way to the Grey Cup, I thought that they were going to have to do it with a different quarterback, whether that quarterback um, was Nick Arbuckle or if that quarterback was outside of the organization. 
I didn't think that McLeod Bethel Thompson would be, be able to get them there. And now Andrew Harris, a big part of that for sure, but he only had 42 yards rushing in the game. MBT, 299 yards passing, two touchdowns on 1927 completions. Tavares Daniels with 108 yards. Um, Curly Gittens with 97 yards and a touchdown. AJ Ouellette getting a, a touchdown out of the backfield as well. It's, a, it's an incredibly talented team, but McLeod Bethel Thompson was strong enough to not screw it up on this day. And now the Argos are within a game of a Grey Cup championship. Let's take a look quickly at the odds um, for this Grey Cup championship. Going to have to skip ahead a few days here on the old Betstamp app. Skipping ahead Saturday. There is Sunday. Scroll down. Oh, did we miss it? No, we didn't miss it. Currently, oh wow, currently Winnipeg. Best number you can get them at right now is at cool bet minus four and a half. I will gladly, I, I might jump on that one now. Um, Winnipeg minus four and a half seems to be the way to go. This Bombers team is so good. And like that was a very, very talented BC Lions team that they dispatched. And the game wasn't super close. It, and score-wise, it ends up being close, and we had to sweat out our minus four and a half ticket with Winnipeg earlier um, or throughout that game. But th this was this was an impressive, impressive performance from Winnipeg. I continue to believe they are the toast of the CFL town. But MB MBT, he's proven me wrong before. that you hear on Couch Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. You can find them on Instagram at Wasted Talent with X's where you would put the A's. So it is Instagram.com slash W-X-S-T-E-D-T-X-L-E-N-T. Just a couple quick hitters before we get to today's ticket brought to you by Betstamp. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks are in free fall right now. And... This has been a horribly mis mismanaged franchise for the longest time. They cannot defend worth a lick. And now is where, like, they, they've kind of been able to kick the can down the road a little bit with some of their signings. Now they are in trouble. The JT Miller signing, I, I think, is probably going to cost them Bo Horvat. And you see the season Bo Horvat is having. He is certainly pricing his way out of Vancouver, a team that honestly probably doesn't even deserve him at this point. The league, I think, needs to see Bo Horvat in a, a playoff-type situation. Listening to um, Sam and Omar talking on Game Over Vancouver after the, the Toronto game, Horvat on the Leafs, incredible. They'll, they'll never be able to make it work, but Horvat on the Leafs would be incredible. Horvat on the Rangers, insane. Horvat on the Avalanche, insane. I think the, I mean, look. Calgary would have a difficult time fitting $5.5 million under the cap as well, but... Bo Horvat fits on every single team in the NHL. The fact that the Canucks haven't been able to make it work says more about the Canucks than it does against Bo Horvat. He has been the heart and soul of that franchise basically since he was drafted there. I remember when the Canucks played the Flames in that um, playoff series in Horvat's rookie year. Horvat was the best player wearing a Canucks sweater, and quite frankly, it wasn't even close. And he gets the C shortly thereafter, and he has been the heart and soul of a team that has been trying to suck the soul out of him for so long and might have actually done it, but now he is in full fuck you mode and it has been a treat to watch, but 
for the Canucks now. Like I just I can't I can't conceive of a way that he is able to stay in Vancouver and he's probably the number one trade target heading toward the NHL trade deadline. Couple quick thoughts on the UFC as UFC 281 goes down this weekend. We thought Israel Adesanya was going to to bring that fury and he did for four rounds and then he gets stopped. There is a new middleweight king in the Ultimate Fighting Championship and for Israel Adesanya, we have said time and time again, this guy is the mo one of the most talented fighters in the UFC, but he just needs to flip that switch. He, he has been bored in some of these wins and has kind of been playing with his food. And this time it ends up biting him. This is why you don't go in there and fuck around. This is why you don't go in there and, oh yeah, we'll just point and we'll put on a show and whatever. This is why we want you when you are facing lesser competition to put those guys away instead of just feeling like you're bored or whatever. It all comes back to bite him in this moment. And now, I have said before, and it's kind of fitting because Frankie Edgar loses his retirement fight in um, just spectacular fashion. And it's disappointing for, for Frankie Edgar. But it kind of reminds me of when Frankie Edgar beat BJ Penn the first time. No one thought he really beat him. Like, it was a controversial judge's decision. And I remember thinking at the time, this is weird. Like, the, the best fighter at 155 pounds doesn't hold the UFC championship. That That's a weird spot to be in. And then Frankie Edgar came out in the next fight and just blew the doors off of BJ Penn and solidified himself as, yes, the king at 155 pounds. I kind of have that same feeling now where I still feel like Adesanya is the best fighter at 185 pounds, but I'm going to need to see it now. I can't just rest on his laurels before because now it has come back to bite him. And we've seen so many times in the UFC, oh, Anderson, Anderson Silva will get his title back for sure. And then obviously a weird situation with his leg breaking. But like I just said, BJ Penn, oh, he'll get the title back for sure. Never did. There are so many times where, oh, okay, this is a blip on the radar and this champion will end up being back. Or, or this hot contender, Rory McDonald, will, will end up being back. Just... Johnny Hendricks, he had it, but man, he he is going to be right back there. Sometimes it it's just the end, and maybe this was a frustrating end, but maybe it is the end for Israel Adesanya. I personally don't think so, but will not be shocked if we've seen now the best of Israel Adesanya. And some sad news to close out um, from the UFC, as Anthony Rumble Johnson passes away. Apparently he has been batting an illness uh, for quite some time. Uh, just, I, I believe, 38 years old. W what a remarkable, remarkable career. And everyone has so many nice things to say about him and so many great things to say about him. He was one of the first ones where the weight-cutting thing, it was like, this has gone too far. He's a dude who fought at heavyweight. He also tried to fight at welterweight, and it ended up, like... It ended up getting him out of the UFC for a little bit because he was just so lethargic and couldn't do anything. He found his white, right weight class and he flourished, uh, eventually getting a, a, a shot at a UFC championship unbelievably explosive power, seemed like just such an amazing guy to, to work with and to, to be around. So the MMA community losing a good one in Anthony Rumble Johnson. No easy transition to, to go from that, but it is now time for today's ticket presented by Betstamp, the Trivago of Sports Gambling. We're going to show you just in today's ticket here the value of searching out for the best lines that you can do on Betstamp, the value of having multiple books that you can link, again, on Betstamp. Um, and also a, a great thing about Betstamp is that you can 
see some expert picks on there. And if you're someone who fancies yourself an expert looking to sell some of your picks, you can do that on Betstamp and it's commission free. It, it really is a phenomenal resource for those in the sports sports wagering world. Had a bit of a, I don't want to say a rough go, but kind of a 50-50 weekend, but a couple of our big ones didn't end up hitting. Uh, so we're at uh, a negative 18% ROI. Uh, the, the Cowboys, we had them favored. They fall. Um, thought the, the Alouettes could do it. They fall. The Bills, Thought they could do it, they fall. So uh, a couple of games just didn't quite go our way. Hopefully we can bounce back in this one today. We will hit the refresh button to get back going. Four games on the NHL schedule. I'm going to one of them tonight. Uh, this is one you're going to want to jump on as soon as you hear this. The Flames number to start the day was at minus 147. It has already ballooned up to minus 161, and that's the best one at Cool Bet right now. It goes as high as minus 175 at Power Play and Bet and bet Victor. The move right now, I, I think the I think the Flames are back on track. I think they get the job done against the Kings tonight. Minus one and a half does seem a bit rich for my blood, but we are going to take that one. The best place to get it is at bet365. The odds there are plus 170, so we will click that one. That's it for the NHL. Ten and a half seems about right in the Philadelphia-Washington game, but it's Monday night. We want a little bit of action on that one. So we are going to go um, minus 10.5, the best place to get that. There's a couple spots that already have it at minus 11. Um, most places do have it at minus 10.5, so you want to get the best number. And that is minus 106 from, again, our friends at CoolBet. Down in the NBA, where we've kind of been burned a little bit, Raptors minus five uh, against the, the Detroit Pistons. Raptors have kind of struggled uh, defensively the last couple of games. They have always had trouble with Dwayne Casey and the Detroit Pistons. Don't like going against my favorite team, but we're going to go plus five and a half with the Detroit Pistons. Again, the number uh, you can get plus five at places like William Hill Sportsbook, Sports Interaction, Bodog, uh, and Bet99, but plus five and a half at Bet365, Cool Bet, Betway, BetVictor, Stake, and BWIN, along with NBet, uh, Tony Bet. Power play and party poker. So a number of spots where you can get that. So now you want the best odds. Those come to us from bet365 at minus 110. So we will click on that one. And there was one more game that we were looking at. The Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Milwaukee is minus four right now against the Hawks. Um... You can get some spots where it is minus four and a half, like Betway, Bet Victor, and Stake, but minus four is the number that we want, and the best number for that is at CoolBet, so we will click on that one. So, we have four games. Four? Or is it five? We have four games on our ticket tonight. The Calgary Flames to win by a goal and a half from Bet365. The Philadelphia Eagles to win by ten and a half points from our friends at CoolBet. The Pistons to cover five and a half against uh, the Raptors at Bet365. And the Milwaukee Bucks, minus four against the Atlanta Hawks from CoolBet. That is today's ticket. And that is today's show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you to Clearwater Cleaning Solutions, the studio sponsor for Couch Potato Diary. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary with a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. Thank you to Betstamp for uh, providing that, um, for providing all of the, uh, the, the numbers for that game, uh, for our games today, uh, use the referral code COUCH when you download the app. Thank you to you. Follow me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I am at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. And you can email the show, CouchPotatoDiary at Yahoo.com. We'll be back with power rankings coming up on Wednesday. Talk to you all later. I'm out.